A Karen tries to stop a medical emergency, demanding that her son get a balloon from a clown. So we are on vacation, my parents and me, and my husband. After a 12-hour drive and only 6 hours of sleep, we go to breakfast. My dad is so nice and loves kids. He is a professional clown. So while waiting on his waffles, he starts making balloon animals for the kids. My husband and I had already sat with our plates. I'm opening up my syrup pouch when a worker runs by and says to the front desk across the hall, Call 9 a lady just fell. She was right near me when she said this. So I turned and my mom was on the ground. My dad was still making balloons because a wall blocked his view of the waffle station. I ran past yelling, Mom! As I passed him, I shouted, Dad! Mom fell! He stops making balloons suddenly and comes to check on his wife. That's when Karen and her kid come into play. Her kid was one of the ones that didn't get a balloon because he stopped to check on his wife. While standing over his wife, the Karen comes up and says, How dare you not make a balloon for my kid just because he has Down syndrome. You need to make him one right now. My dad pointed to my mom on the ground. Uh, that's my wife. The Karen said, I don't care. Don't exclude my son. The ambulance had arrived and I left to lead them to her while giving medical history to save time and they pushed the Karen away to check on my mom. That completely shot down the Karen as the other people at breakfast were giving her dirty looks and giving the whole situation a wide berth. Except for a lawyer I had to chase off. My husband overheard the exchange between the Karen and my dad. He went on to tell me that after this all cooled down, my dad went up to this lady and called her an absolute Karen of a person. I guess we were lucky because she couldn't ask to speak to my dad's manager. Some people have no self-awareness of what's actually going on in an emergency situation. This lady's a prime example of it. She would rather have her kid get a balloon animal than a medical emergency getting addressed. I think the biggest silver lining here is that the Karen doesn't have a manager to try and complain to. Am I the jerk? for warning a nurse that she might pass out during a medical procedure. This actually happened three days ago, but today is my day off, so I have some time to write this down. I am a doctor in a hospital. One of the procedures we do is called a bone marrow biopsy. It is a procedure where we go inside the bone, where the factory of all blood cells is, and get a sample. It's done in the room at the bedside. No need for an operating room or anything. We usually use a special needle to get into the hip bone from behind as the patient is lying flat on their face. It sounds scary, but it's a fairly minor procedure. It takes about 20 to 30 minutes. Today, I had to do this for one of my patients. Usually, I require some assistance, someone to hand me things when I am sterile and to take things from me. Anyone can do it. Usually, I have an eager medical student and I explain what I'm doing as I go so he or she can learn. Today, I didn't. So, I asked for help from one of the nurses and they gave me one of the travelers who are there to help. While I am preparing the field and getting ready, I said how thankful I was for her to come and help. I had never seen her before and I know the floor nurses fairly well at this point. That's when she told me she is a traveler. I asked if she ever saw bone marrow biopsy before and she said no. I then asked if she had lunch and she said no. So I decided it was a good idea to warn her. I said something like, hey, just a heads up, A lot of people seeing this for the first time get a little woozy, so if you start feeling it, let me know. And it's true. I have had a few nurses, med students get woozy while watching. Something about the needle pushing through the bone that gets to people. There is a scratching noise that you can audibly hear as the needle rubs against the surface of a bone. People feel it in their core. It's also a very forceful procedure. Bones are hard and I have to apply a great deal of pressure to make my way in there. And also the fact that when we pull out the marrow, we are technically 
mechanically pulling fluid out of a vacuum, and that can sometimes be painful to the patient and the viewers to behold. Boy, oh boy, did she not like that. She rolled her eyes and huffed and puffed at me and said, Don't you worry about that, honey. With the full weight of the condescension that honey can carry. I've been a nurse for 15 years. I've been a trauma and ER nurse for most of it. I have seen metal spikes and machetes pulled out of all sort of holes on patients' bodies. I think I'll be alright. She was intentionally rude and antagonistic. I stopped for a second and looked at her trying to decide how to respond. But after a split second, I decided it wasn't worth it. I'm not a confrontational person normally, and I've been around long enough to know that it's not worth it to engage. So I just said, okay. I genuinely didn't really care. I just wanted to finish my procedure in peace and move on to the next patient during my very busy day. Well, what do you know? Minutes into the procedure, I got my needle into the bone marrow space and I am starting to pull out the liquid marrow. This is the painful part. The patient grunted and I apologized. Not much I can do about this part. All of the sudden, I hear a thud. I turned around to find said nurse on the ground out cold. I call her name. Nothing. This was obviously a problem. I had to leave my sterile field, interrupt the procedure, and get help. The other nurses called a rapid response, which is an overhead page that we typically call when a patient is looking suddenly ill and we need extra hands. The nurse ended up in the emergency department. She is thankfully all right. This story is great because it takes a nurse who is absolutely rude and disrespectful and it humbles them a little bit. I'm kind of glad this happened to them only because I found out that they're actually all right at the end of it. Why would someone act like this when a doctor's trying to warn them ahead of time of something that might cause them anguish of some kind? I mean, that's just absolutely downright rude. The nurse in this story should be ashamed of themselves. And the doctor did the right thing of trying to give them as much information about something they've never seen before. And the doctor's not kidding. That bone marrow procedure is not nice to look at. So I don't blame him for trying to warn the nurse ahead of time. I went to a pub and almost became a father. This happened probably 20 years ago, but I was reminded of my misadventure by another story on Reddit. In my university days, I used to go out drinking every weekend, and one such night out, I see this really attractive girl at my local bar. I myself had had a few too many, so I approach her and we start talking, and for some reason, it's going really well. Eventually, she asked me if I wanted to take her home. I was interested, so she told me she has to let her friends know she is leaving, and also to see if the said friends can give us a ride there. She comes back with this huge angry looking guy and tells me where we are going. We all hop into his car and he drives us to a beach just out of town. I admit I was a little bit worried but I was in my early 20s and thought myself invulnerable so I still went with him. They are in the front seat the whole time arguing in what I assume was Romanian as well. They offer me some herb but I decline as I was already feeling a bit uncomfortable. Luckily nothing happens and eventually they ask for my address and we head over there but when we arrive the girl tells me she will go and drop her friend off and come back. I tried staying awake but at 3 or 4 in the morning I was asleep and if she did come back I never heard her knock. In the morning I just thought that was weird but I was probably lucky nothing bad happened. The following weekend I'm at home drinking in preparation to go out on the town again when someone is knocking on my door. I open the door and it's her, the Romanian girl I met at the pub. Then I look down and she has a baby in front of her. I look back at her confused and she asked me if she could leave the 
the baby with me as she has to go into town and meet some guy just for the night, she says. I was bewildered and just apologized, shutting the door in her face. I still don't understand what the deal was. Maybe she thought I was trustworthy enough to babysit. I still wonder to this day how I avoided a bigger mess up. It sounds like this guy got super lucky. These people were clearly going to do something weird. I mean, the automatic red flag for me is the fact that he was able to get home and not have anything weird happen to him. Like, the way that he's describing this is exactly how someone would get kidnapped, and that's, like, super scary. And this lady was trying to pawn her kid off to him to, like, babysit or something like that. That sounds super sketchy as well. I guarantee you if that guy had let that baby come into his house and he supposedly babysat it, that that baby would then be his. I guarantee you she was just looking for someone to try and give this baby to, and that is absolutely insane. I told my family I'm volunteering to help out in Ukraine, and they said they'll disown me if I go. I considered all of the facts and made the decision wholeheartedly. I am a 37-year-old male living in Philadelphia. I'm on the verge of homelessness, and various reports are saying that the Ukrainian government is paying volunteers up to $2,000 a day. I'm not going because of the money or the glory. I'm doing it because it feels like the right thing to do. I was denied the opportunity to join the American military due to a slight but properly medicated mental illness. I have evaluated all of the options, and I am completely fine with any outcome, even if I die. I will die if I become homeless, so I may as well go to Ukraine and make my sacrifice worth something. Despite all of this, my family has freaked out, even threatening to disown me if I go to Ukraine, regardless of if I return home with enough money to buy a house and live somewhat independent. They are rather serious supporters of Russia for some reason. My family has been trying everything to stop me from doing this, short of offering to actually help me out of the situation that actually made me decide to do this. If I go, I could make something of myself and even possibly get myself out of a bad situation. But being disowned by my family means that I lose all contact with them, even to the point where they would ignore any correspondence I would send regarding my safety while in Ukraine and after I return home. I lose the chance to claim death benefits when they pass on and will be written out of everyone's will. They aren't even offering to store my belongings while I'm overseas. It's making me second guess everything. What should I do? Uh, I think the original poster has got it all wrong. The OP is not going to be coming back from Ukraine with enough money to buy a house and live somewhat independent as he puts it. Like, that's not how this is going to work. And based on some of the comments that I'm seeing and some of the research people have put in, it does not look like there's any legitimate organization that's paying people $2,000 a day without some kind of stipulation attached. Apparently, this is like a three-year service deal. This guy also claims that his family is like pro-Russian or something like that, but he hasn't shown any evidence of that, so it's hard for me to take it at face value. It sounds like this is someone who's making a really bad decision to fix a really bad situation. I personally don't believe anything about this post. I mean, $2,000 a day is ridiculous, and it's not happening. The situation going on in Ukraine is incredibly dangerous, and I'd be surprised if he even came home alive. I kind of don't blame his family for telling him, hey, don't go and do this. This is nuts. If anything, it looks like they're just trying to look out for his well-being. Overall, it sounds like this guy just needs help getting back on his feet, and he's looking for desperate measures to try and get some kind of financial footing. But going to Ukraine and volunteering is not worth it. $2,000 a day is not going to matter when you're dead. So yeah, I'm not totally convinced on what I'm hearing, but I really hope this guy gets the help that he needs. My boyfriend got mad at me because I didn't bring him lunch. Long story short, sometimes I bring lunch for my boyfriend when he's at work. I usually order via Uber Eats, then pick it up to give it to him. Sometimes I would sit in my car and eat with him and spend time with him when he's on break. I have a midterm tomorrow, and usually every Sunday I go to a cafe pretty far away from my neighborhood with my friend. I already woke up late because I was on my phone 
home with him late at night and was an hour late to pick her up. I told him in the morning when I woke up that I can't bring him lunch, so I don't know why he's bringing it up a few hours later. Basically, I leave my house and pick up my friend and we head over to the cafe. I get to the cafe and I see a bunch of messages from my boyfriend saying, You're so close to me. Why can't you bring me lunch? Yet you would drive miles away to a cafe? What's the difference of missing an hour of studying? I replied saying that I woke up late and kept my friend waiting for so long we didn't make any detours and went straight there. And this midterm is super important and I need as much time as I can get. Plus the cafes near my place are all super packed on weekends and this is the only spot that actually has a good environment for studying. He gets petty and starts arguing about how I could have just taken an hour to bring him lunch and I got fed up so I told him to drop it. I told him I'm sorry and I love him and I'll see him a later time. I said I'll make it up to him by ordering food and delivering it straight to him and he just says no I don't want it. I'm so sick of this and I tried so hard to reason with him only for him to shoot me down and nitpick at the smallest details. I sent a few more text messages trying to make him feel better but he's flat out ignoring me. What should I say to him when I see him? My friend jokingly said I should buy him lunch and show up and make him feel guilty for being an idiot but I was like nah this midterm is more important. The guy in the story is just being selfish. I mean how can he not understand that his girlfriend needs to get some studying done? Like midterms are no joke like you've got to be ready for those and so the guy is just being completely irrational. That or he's jealous that his girlfriend is actually having to do something that might be less stressful than whatever work he's doing. I know if I was in the guy's situation I would probably want to be at a cafe studying something interesting instead of grueling away dealing with customer service or something like that. Both of the people in this story are college age students so I bet the guy has some job that he just absolutely despises and would rather be with his girlfriend or eating lunch on a break or something. But the way he's acting is just absolutely immature. She didn't do anything wrong by not getting him lunch. She has no obligation to get it to him. She loves him and they love each other obviously but like this is kind of weird to just flat out expect your girlfriend to just drop whatever she's doing just to go get you lunch. No that's not how this works. And yeah I'm with the friend. She absolutely should have got him lunch anyways and guilt tripped him because two could play that game. My boyfriend made out with a girl at a club in front of my face. I've been dating my boyfriend for over two years now. We live together, but have been doing long distance for over a year since we go to different colleges. It has been a bit of an adjustment, and we have struggled with the change. I go home every weekend to our apartment to see him, though. I really hope we would get married in the next year or so after graduation. But the other weekend, him and I, along with some friends, went out to the club to have fun. The night seemed to be going great. Then, all of a sudden, I turn and I see him making out with some random girl. I was so shocked. I thought I was imagining things, but one of our friends saw it too. I immediately left the club and felt like I was having a panic attack. He came back home about an hour later. The next day, he claims he was blacked out and had one too many and doesn't remember anything and that he is sorry for what he did. I don't know what I should do. I love him a lot and this is the guy I thought I was for sure going to marry. But at the same time, I consider this cheating and that's a horrible thing to do. If this lady had any sense about her, she would absolutely drop him to the curb. This kind of behavior is unacceptable. He did this right in front of her face. I can't even imagine of staying with someone after they did something like that. And he did it while she was there. Having one too many is not a good excuse for cheating on your girlfriend. And she should absolutely dump him immediately. My childhood best friend is marrying a man she's cheated on multiple times. And he has no idea. So a couple weeks ago, my best friend Diana messaged me saying that she was pregnant and getting married in around three months. I was initially really excited for her and was planning on booking my tickets. Until I realized that the man she was marrying was someone she had pretty heavily abused and might not even be the father of her kid. I should first establish
established that I haven't lived in the same country as Diana for 10 years now and only knew about her lifestyle and choices from things she told me and evidence she's shown. From what I know, her life had kind of spiraled a fair bit from when I left and she was partaking in really bad substances as well as getting into some questionable relationships. I've tried talking to her, but she wasn't very accessible from where I was and eventually, I just settled on hoping for the best. Since then, she's kind of cleaned up her act aside from a couple hiccups. When she first met her now fiancé, he was good for her. I remember visiting around five years ago when they first started talking, and she seemed excited but wary seeing as it was her first relationship with a guy. They had started dating when we were around 18 and 19, and from the outside it looked like they were doing pretty well. However, a year or so into it, she came to me telling me that they had broken up and it was her fault. I asked her what she meant, and she described in detail all the ways that she had emotionally and verbally abused him. She seemed to regret it though, and the years following would date other men as she held on to the idea that her former boyfriend was the one that got away. Three years after their breakup, Diana reached out to him again, asking him for a second chance. She said that she completely cleaned up her act and would never hurt him again, telling him that her biggest regret in life was losing him. With all things considered, he took her back and they started dating again. It's been around two years since then. However, around a year ago, she came to me with a confession. She had been cheating on this man for months now, with a man from her workplace. The man was married and with kids. I obviously told her off about it and asked her to break it off. She eventually told me she did. After a couple of weeks and some stern conversations, she eventually told me she did, so I thought that was that. I still have my doubts though. I also told her that she needs to tell her boyfriend about this. She refused, saying that it might make him do something drastic, as his mental health wasn't super good. I didn't think I had the right to tell her boyfriend about what had been going on, seeing as I was far away and never actually met him in person. I was also afraid that she was right. If I told him and something did happen, I could never forgive myself. This probably makes me a jerk, but part of me also thought that they would break up eventually anyways, but they didn't. He got her pregnant and now they're getting married. If I said anything now, I risk ruining three lives. I still love my friend despite how dysfunctional she can be sometimes, and she did seem to keep her promise that she wouldn't emotionally and verbally abuse him anymore. But there is a real possibility that my friend lied about cutting ties with the other man and the baby might not be her current boyfriend's. How should I approach this situation without making things worse? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Oh man, this one's horrible. The person by the name of Diana in this story is absolute hot garbage across the board. They're abusive. They've done some illegal substances. They've lied and cheated on their boyfriend multiple times. And there's a chance that the baby they're currently carrying is not their current boyfriend's. Like, what is happening? And this friend is stuck in the middle of all of this. Meanwhile, Diana's boyfriend has no idea what's going on. I think the person in this story has it all wrong. They're worried about ruining lives, but the person in this story, by the name of Diana, is the one doing that to herself. She's abusive and a cheater, and that poor man deserves the right to make the decision. And sure, the baby might not have a father growing up if things go south, but just think about how devastating this is going to be for that man if he finds out 10 to 15 years later that this is not actually his kid. Either way, this is going to end poorly for that child. In my opinion, I would absolutely let the boyfriend know that his soon-to-be wife Diana cheated on him, has been very abusive, and has been very dishonest. If I was about to get married to my spouse, I would want to know if she was cheating on me. I would not want to be with someone like that. And I'm willing to bet that the boyfriend probably would not want to be with Diana if he knew what was actually going on. Regardless of friendships with Diana, it's time to step up and do the right thing. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Turn on notifications so you never miss a video.